to 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 make us stronger. I've not seen it. And, and, and I've, I've been critical of it. I'm going to continue to be critical of it until we start seeing our, the, I say our, the Democratic Party base going out. And I'm not talking about just, I'm not talking about the typical black folks just showing up at the thing. Yeah, you know, this is what it is, man. We're, we're going to talk about this when we get back. NPR is coming up, folks. We'll be right back. This is Walter Smith the second, Long Mobili right here on WMNF 88.5, yes. the Sunday Forum. Don't want to miss this. Come on, check it out. Check it out. And we want to hear from women today. Oh, God, dude. 813-239-9663. Please, please, women, call in. Yeah. Call in. Jeff Tampa. All right. News. I'm Giles Snyder. President Biden is urging his fellow group of seven leaders to remain united in the face of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. We have to stay together. Yeah. Because Putin has been counting on from the beginning. And somehow NATO would uh, and the G7 would splinter. And, but we haven't. And we're not going to. So can't let this aggression Take form it has and get away with it. Biden speaking there at the G7 summit at a resort in the Bavarian Alps where he praised a German Chancellor Olaf Scholz for helping to keep G7 leaders united in their response to Russia. Biden also said the G7 will ban Russian gold imports as part of efforts to cite to uh, tighten sanctions against Moscow. The Ukrainian president's office says the G7's plan to ban Russian gold imports is a good move, but that the latest Russian missile strikes on Kyiv show that sanctions should be more aggressive and include an EU embargo on Russian gas. Ukraine's capital was shaken by explosions today as Russia escalates its missile attacks around the country. One strike hit an apartment building in Kyiv and the first such attack in the city in weeks. The attack came as Russia's defense minister paid a visit to Russian troops in Ukraine. As NPR's Emily Fang reports. The Russian Defense Ministry released a video depicting Minister Sergei Shoigu meeting with Russian soldiers. But it wasn't immediately clear whether Shoigu himself was in Ukraine with the soldiers. If so, it would be his first known visit to Ukraine since the war began. Hours before Shoigu's inspection was announced, Russian missiles struck a residential neighborhood in Kyiv. The strike was part of a barrage of dozens of Russian missiles this weekend that hit suburbs in western Ukraine, which had been relatively quiet and insulated from the fighting with Russia in Ukraine's east and south. Emily Fang, Pure News, Kyiv. After the Supreme Court decision overturning Roe v. Wade, Senate Democrats pushing President Biden to take action to protect abortion rights. More than 30 have signed on to a new letter to the president calling on him to use executive power to help patients access to abortion. NPR's Sarah McCammon has more. Democratic senators are calling on Biden to, quote, fight back and lead a national response. Washington Senator Patty Murray says Biden should use federal resources to help patients in states without access to abortion. She says she's been asking the administration for a plan for weeks. We can't wait days or weeks to get action for people who today need this kind of care, are sitting in their homes scared to death, worried about their own health, worried about their own economic situation, wondering what the heck they can do. Every day that goes by is one day too many. Democrats have urged Biden to try to ease access to abortion pills and help people seeking the procedure out of state. His ability to act may be limited in part by rules barring the use of federal funds for most abortions. Sarah McCammon, NPR News, Washington. This is NPR. Former President Trump took a victory lap after his Supreme Court appointees helped overturn Roe v. Wade during an appearance with Illinois Congresswoman Mary Miller. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports. Trump spoke at a rally near Quincy, Illinois, a little over a day after the Supreme Court decided there is no constitutional right to an abortion. After praising the decision, Trump brought up Miller, a first-term congresswoman from rural Illinois, up to the stage. She then said this. President Trump, on behalf of all the MAGA patriots in America, I want to thank you for the historic victory for life in the Supreme Court yesterday. The comment created a social media frenzy from people who accused Miller of racism. Miller's campaign spokesman said she misspoke and meant to say right to life. 
Miller is in a contentious GOP primary against fellow Republican Congressman Rodney Davis. The election is on Tuesday. For NPR News, I'm Jason Rosenbaum. Scientists warn that insufficient testing means that the monkeypox outbreak in the United States is likely bigger than the official case count suggests. The U.S. has recorded 201 cases since the epidemic began last month. Meanwhile, the World Health Organization says monkeypox is not yet a global health emergency, but acknowledged that the illness has been neglected. An emergency committee says the outbreak in more than 50 countries should be closely monitored. I'm Giles Snyder, NPR News. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. Tune in every Tuesday morning at 11 o'clock for WMNF Wavemakers, featuring conversations with people making a difference in the Tampa Bay area. I'm Janet. And I'm Tom. Each week we will bring you people who are not just talking about change, they are making it happen. Do you know a Wavemaker? Write us at dj at wmnf.org with Wavemakers in the subject line. And listen anytime by searching for WMNF Wavemakers wherever you listen to podcasts. People! Well, hello. This is DJ Spaceship reminding you that every Sunday at 9 p.m., tune into the Righteous Temple of Hip Hop. Music with a message with the Temple crew and be inspired. The Righteous Temple of Hip Hop, more than just music, it's inspiration. Y'all, but I can't be shook by the White House. Never go the right route. That's the right route. Bury me a G for gorilla, and I climb out with the nine out. No time for time out. Get up. 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 Don't stop the movement. Don't stop it. Don't stop it. Don't stop it. Don't stop it. Get up. 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 Don't stop the movement. Don't stop it. I said the people <laughs> will never be defeated. That's the good news. Listen, man, that was, who is that? That's Paris. <laughs> Yo, man, let me tell you something. There is nothing, that, that, that is a very, God, how profound. Yeah. And, 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 if, and if what you pull from that, 
Let me, let me be clear about that right there. Okay, this this point. If what you pulled from from that entire thing was the fact you probably heard the voice of Louis Farrakhan, if that's all you pulled from that, <laughs> you weren't listening. Yeah, you weren't listening. And and despite anything else, despite anything else that somebody might say about the brother minister, but the one the one thing. That we cannot dispute is that much of what he said is true, mm -hmm. and has come to pass. And it's come to pass. <laughs> All right, am I saying? I'm not saying he's. A, I'm not saying calling anybody a prophet. Not doing none, none of that. Like Malcolm X, he's a man ahead of his time. And now that we're seeing, he, he's, he's actually bringing these things up that Malcolm spoke about 50-something years ago, mm -hmm. almost 60 years ago. You understand me? Yep. The very thing that he was killed for. That's the best revenge right now. You understand? To keep telling that truth. If that's what you, if, if, if what you, if, if the fact that this is Louis Farrakhan saying it is what you took out from that right there, you're not listening And that's a very Bad problem that we have in this country You're not listening To the message <laughs> Man let me like tell you something You got the phone lines lit up Oh they're lit up now Did I said something about Farrakhan <laughs> Huh Should oh, I have yeah. said something about I should have said that should I <laughs> huh? Right. Freedom of speech. Adam. I'm sorry. Let me tell you, man. Mubini, let me tell you, man. I am so glad that we're having this discussion this yeah. morning. We have peeled back so many layers on this onion. <laughs> and got plenty more to go. Oh, we got some more. Oh, we got so many more layers to go. <laughs> if you are calling in, please do 813-239-9663. We want to hear from you ladies, especially we want to hear from you. Now, before we do, before we go into this, we got to do it. Okay. You ready, Billy? Yes, sir. We are going to play the, the godmother or the queen, if you will, of funk. Betty Davis. She was Lil' Kim before there was Lil' Kim. <laughs> she was uh, Millie Jackson before it was Millie Jackson. This is <laughs> Betty Davis. <laughs> it, if I'm lucky. <laughs> right here a WMNF at 8.5 tap on the Sunday Forum. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Betty Davis.
me home, take me home, take me home. <laughs> if I'm lucky, I might just get picked up. You talking about women liberation? Yeah, and women had the freedom to what? express themselves. Yes, the more same more. way that men had. Listen, right. we, we have we we have all these sexual freedoms. Right. Right? right, we're able to say what we want, do what we want, take advantage of everything we want, and then they come up with 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 overturning Roe versus Wade. Right, yeah. I mean, and women have always been put oh, on, even in this man. free society. That was a point in time that women couldn't walk in the streets by herself. A woman could not walk by herself. I mean, mm -mm. something as simple as that, mm -mm. For, you know, let alone the right to vote. You know, couldn't even walk alone without being arrested or ticketed or somehow yeah. accosted. It's, it's, it's inappropriate. Yeah. For you as a lady. So they've come a long way. Oh, man. In this so called democracy. Listen, Betty Davis, that's, that's what makes Betty Davis' music so important. Right. This isn't just a funky beat. It's not just a great song. This is a woman who was standing up for who was standing up for women's rights before like 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 oh my god. Fifty right. years ago. Fifty years ago, this woman in our lifetime stood up for something that and, and spoke out on women's ability to choose what they wanted to do. If they wanted to have you in their in their home, then fine. If they wanted to go home with you, then fine. That's their choice. Or, yeah, just to get on stage yeah. and express herself in song, you know, mean. like Elvis could do. Right. <laughs> you know, so. Shake his behind. Exactly. Come on, man. Come on. Exactly. This is the importance of Roe versus Wade, man. Mm -hmm. it's right? Got so many ramifications. It ain't just about abortion. Right. It's not just about abortion. Like I said before, listen, nobody likes abortion. I don't know a woman out there that loves abortion. I don't know anyone like that. But a woman has rights but over her body. But you have to do that. The, the unique difference between a man and a woman is that a woman gives birth. Right. We fertilize, but she gives birth. And these these right wingers are so outrageous oh, and so out of touch. They say that at conception there's life. Come on, come on. That's not even educational. You learned better than that in elementary school. Come on, but I mean, even if it were, that's beside the point. It's her body. It's her body. The state needs to get its business out of the bedroom. Your business. But it's coming. It's they're coming for us all. They're coming for everybody. Oh, They've yeah. already come for me. First they came for you know, you know who they came for first. But let's get back to the telephone <laughs> call. Phone calls. Caller, what's going on? Welcome to the Sunday forum. Caller. Yeah, yeah. I love that last song. Bro. Like that song. <laughs> yeah. That song, bro. Hey man. Music, the whole funk thing was the real deal. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. But I ain't want to belittle anything because the women need to be speaking up. I got a couple of things to put on it, and that's, uh, Billy, I heard you earlier say this, that, the 50 years, but the thing is done for incite is to incite you. They already know what they're doing. It's not like a secret. The people protesting, they don't see the people, they don't hear the people, so we don't have a voice there. It's an ex parte party. That's a legal term. Y'all look it up, ex parte. That means that Everybody on one side, and they playing like it's a fair, you know, like they stack up the card or the deck against you, right. and then they say it's fairness in there, but there can never be fairness in an ex parte act. So I leave that there. And the women have been a target since the beginning of time with the, they sent against God crap. So, I mean, I, I don't want to mess with no women. I love women to death. Your mama was a woman. Don't go, 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 James Brown. You mean James Brown? But, 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 but it wouldn't be nothing without a woman or a child. A woman or a girl, yeah. That's right. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll put it, I might do my own version. <laughs> okay, ain't nothing wrong with that. But, but, but then, 
MJ came along years later to show you that they couldn't forget to take this stuff off the table by trying to overthrow stuff that righteous people put down and laid the groundwork for here in this United States. Uh, not government, it's something else they run in a corporation. But, but MJ later came and told you, they beat me, mistreat me, they stand there and look at me, get done like this, and they don't really care about us. So I'll leave it like that on the table for this day. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Yo, Thank man. you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. All right. One All right. of the emailer wrote, neutering one male will prevent more unwanted pregnancies than spaying any females. <laughs> Same goes for cats and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be neutered, ma'am, but I, I understand the sentiment, but yeah. I, I, I'm not trying to be neutered, ma'am. <laughs> That's called... <laughs> You can also write us at <laughs> dj at wmnf.org. dj at wmnf.org. And you can call us, 813-239-9663. Caller, you say what on the Sunday Forum? We're talking about the diminution of rights in America. Hello? Hello. Welcome to the it's, Sunday Forum. Uh, many things already been happening, man. That's been going down so long. It's just a thread here, a thread there. Falls at the bottom and makes this great big piece of it that keeps growing over time. That's kind of what they do. It's like Trump's visit to Russia whenever he didn't want no cameras and nobody in there but just him and uh, the Putin and the interpreter (laughs) guy that was taking notes. Anyway, it seems to have fallen into a situation where somehow Trump gets in there, next thing you know he's privy and with Putin and then all this other stuff starts showing up in the background, clouding the atmosphere. And then we start to get the full value of what Trump wants from us. That's what we want is money. <laughs> other than that, we cattle. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Wow. Nasty stuff, but you know it. Look out, you know, when you can't see everything. In Damn. Morning. You still see bits and pieces of how it's flowing together and hooking right. up. So take care, man. Nice to talk. Hey, man. Nice to talk to you, but dude, he said something there. Mm-hmm. We are cattle, dude. Yeah, we're sheep. Not me. But well, okay. I mean, well, you got to work against it. It's critical thinking. Sheep. That's why we talk here. But go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday forum. <laughs> Hi, good morning, gentlemen. This is Simon from Lakeland. Simon, what's going on, man? Good. Hopefully you'll allow me to speak as I'm part of the kinship. And uh, with regard to the people that I've heard, it's primarily just adversaries and thoughts. Let me inject a couple facts, if you will. This is according to the Guttmacher study, which is very well known for abortion. Since 1973, there have been over 19 million black fetuses that have been aborted. If one would think the power that the black community could have in the voting block with the percentage of the additional births of those fetuses, you would have increased your 13% of the population. Now, and hopefully they wouldn't be criminalized in the process where they don't vote. I, well, the percentage, with all due respect. Uh, as far mm-hmm. as NASA using the phrase, we're looking for life on another planet, I don't think they're looking for a little infant crawling on the dust on another planet. We don't have absolute right. If your wife, Walter, were walking out of a department store with your children and started physically slapping the children as a discipline, the Child Protective Services would would be called. We fight over rights of smoking, my right to breathe fresh air, your right to smoke and use the air. So we're always fighting for rights. Now, I want to address something that it's my body, my choice. And I want you to think about that. And I want to address this to Mabili. 
If you were to think of the fetus, and technology has taken place here with the heartbeat, and in fact, if a fetus undergoes surgery at 21 weeks, that fetus is anesthetized because that fetus feels pain. The fetus, and I'll call it a thing, that thing is in my body, and I have a right because it's my body, my choice to do anything I want with my body. I smoke pot, I drink alcohol, it's my body. So I'm gonna take a contrarian approach. Now, until that thing becomes part of personhood, until it comes out into the world, it's my body. Now, there was a time when people used to consider property, and that was called slavery. Now, what's come about with the uh, overturning of Roe is that, A, it's not part of the Constitution, and B, there's no intent, the hyperboles that are being introduced, that this is just a stepping stone, this is de facto, we're going after multiracial, we're going after gay marriage, that Alito stated that was not going to be the case. You know, Clarence Thomas stated it in his concurrent opinion. And just because they didn't concur with Clarence Thomas doesn't say anything. They lied during the confirmation. Doesn't say anything about what their intent is going forward. He's one of nine. Clarence Thomas is one of nine. Now, giving back to the property issue. It's my body, my choice. No, what's been interjected is the right of the unborn. Now, no one across the country is saying abortion should be outlawed. Now, there's going to be certain states that are going to have more stringent laws. But the beauty of the United States of America, no different than if you go on I-4 and see all the license plates of New Yorkers moving here, is that people have an opportunity to move. I'm not saying that that's what they should do. They can vote and change the particular atmosphere of governorship. But no one is advocating removal of abortion. They are advocating the rights and the Constitution, the rights of the unborn, knowing the technology we have. Now, I don't think that any one of you gentlemen would think that it would be appropriate to have a late-term third-trimester abortion as routine. Only you're, you're only advocating in the sense of the very, very, very minute instances where the health of the mother is potentially life-threatening. Not necessarily the only... The, the idea is that the government needs to get out of this business. The government has no business in this business. Well, let me ask you this, Immobili. Do you believe in polygamy? Mm-hmm. Do you, do, why would you deny me the opportunity of emotional satisfaction and happiness? I want to engage in polygamy. Yeah, because you're violating another adult person's right to know i mean sometimes we, i mean we have laws against bigamy for that reason so i mean i don't know why you're comparing apples and oranges it really doesn't have any uh, anything to do with one another but we can have a thought exercise some other time let's give somebody else an opportunity See, I, to talk i knew you were, i, knew you were, I knew well you're wasting time man come on <laughs> come on well i think i think let, let me let me let me just say this real quick and we can we can go on to the next caller simon th- is he still on he's gone Okay, sorry, sorry, Simon. Thank you for. I, I do want to say thank you for bringing those those thoughts up, because we need to hear that. We want to hear that. Um, this is a forum of ideas and thoughts uh, and concepts that that give us, you know, that give us pause to think. It gives us pause to think, and Wait, so you don't think we gave him time to get his we, point out. 
We did. Yeah, I think we did. But but I still want. I, I just want to make sure that I'm clear with him. We were going into a rabbit hole because he's starting to ask questions. Now. <laughs> Go ahead, caller. <laughs> we want to make sure that, 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 that we stayed on on task there. But but um, that was an interesting direction that that was going in. Well, gotta admit. I mean, that was kind of didn't interesting, but let's let's go on to the next caller. Let's go. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday four. Uhuru. Uhuru, what's going on, brother? What's going on, brother? African. All right. Uh, I really want to appreciate the discussion and say that I'm a member of the African People's Socialist Party, uh, led by Chairman Amalia Sapella, uh, the leader of the International African Revolution, and that alone makes me uh, an intelligent African because I'm intelligent enough to be organized, and the things that I say are a consequence of. The theory of African internationalism. And, uh, you know, if I ever say something that sounds smart, I want to encourage people to join African People's Socialist Party, African people, so they can sound like intelligent Africans as well. Um, this whole idea about Roe v. Wade right now, uh, you know, as far as I haven't read the 71 page opinion or whatever it is, with all the appendices, apparently, uh, Alito did uh, an incredible job citing uh, prior cases, et cetera, in, uh, in, in relaying, um, his thoughts around why Roe v. Wade is unconstitutional. But as far as I understand it, uh, the baseline of Alito's decision is that uh, the power belongs to the state. It's, it's un, there's no constitutional right to it. The power belongs to the state. That's the idea. They didn't outlaw abortion. They said that the power belongs to the state uh, and the voters can vote on whether or not they want abortion in their state. Now, uh, I've heard people in this over the course of this conversation suggests that somehow this, this this recent decision a few days ago is the first step but in reality this is something that African internationalist theory helps us understand because the theory is based on historical materialism we can connect the dots in reality it's just uh, another knock on the timeline because back in the day uh, you know 1863 or whatever it was the, uh, the the federal government via the constitution said slavery was illegal no people could own uh, in, uh, you know other people African people in particular and uh, but then with the advent of the 14th Amendment, it gave states the ability to criminalize uh, uh, African people and others and, and make them slaves through the uh, conduit of the, the uh, clause in the 13th Amendment. And said if you do to convict somebody, then you can make them a slave. Um, this whole the same idea of independent, uh, you know, uh, states independent rights connects as well to the the ability for states to legalize marijuana and while the federal government still says no uh, the ability to legalize gay marriage when at one point in time the federal government says no so this situational ethics kind of thing in my view is a very slippery slope even as we talk about bodily autonomy and I brought it up before the idea of I, I gotta take a shot you ought, ought to make me take a shot uh, but on the other hand women ought to have rights to their bodies and say no you know, I, I can do what I want to do with, with my body we, we play these situational ethics if we don't ground our, uh, our, our thoughts and sound theory and history and practice then we'll be mistress in the wind blowing this way and blowing that way I mean I don't think when Simon was <laughs> too off base because we uh, in this country have allowed the government, the state, to control so many facets of our lives because we're too lazy to take control over our own lives, power, claim power over our own lives for ourselves. And but then when they do something we don't like, we we cry foul and we get upset. And like, we say too many things and be done. This white woman that I, uh, at the MAGA rally, I, I really appreciate that white woman because. That white woman is doing what she's supposed to do for her white nation. And anybody who's intelligent believes, uh, uh, you know, is a nationalist. They, they want to see the, the best for their nation. They, they're not promoting, uh, especially not the, the competition, the, the national competition. They, they're promoting whatever is necessary for the, the production and reproduction of life uh, for their nation. And that's what that white woman stands for. And every intelligent African person ought to stand for the same. Stop trying to marry with uh, with this uh, American, but with, with the white nation who um, who has a clear agenda that is antagonistic to any agenda that the, the colonized people have. White people colonizers, African people colonize. They, we can't have the same agenda. We have two completely uh, and two antagonistic uh, uh, political and material interests. And we have to be able to say that, understand that, and, and, and mimic uh, intelligent white people who can stand up for their nation and say, hey, I'm a white nationalist and this is what we're doing for our white nation. We ought to see what they're doing, pick up on that and do the same. Last thing I'm going to say, this gun buyback thing, I think that person who brought that thing up is, was, was right on point. You, the, the gun buyback was at, uh, over here by the, what used to be the dog track. Uh, might still be. I don't know what they're doing there now, but over there on uh, like 
275 and somewhere like Slab in that area. And then the other one was in West Tampa at the, at some, I think maybe the West Tampa Convention Center or something. I can't remember what I read. But it's always in the African community. They ain't never out there buying the white people's guns. And yeah, while the Second Amendment says a well-regulated militia, it doesn't say that only a well-regulated militia should uh, possess and bear arms. It says that, you know, uh, because a well-regulated militia might be necessary to prevent, uh, you know, a certain kind of governmental oppression, that the average ordinary, uh, average ordinary citizen, everyday ordinary citizen ought to have some guns, you know, uh, in, in case they need to build a militia to protect them, protect themselves from this kind of state intrusion. I mean, even the most, uh, even the, the most uh, life-beaten, bed-ridden, uh, 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 a meth smoking, toothless, a uh, white person has enough sense to stand up for their nation, and I'm just saying that African people ought to do the same. I think. And, you know, <clears throat> go ahead. No, I think. I think. I again, again, I think those are very valid points. Everything you said is very valid, um, and uh, it's something that again in this forum, in this forum right here, that's why we have it. What you said is something again. That mobile is something we can't. We cannot dismiss it. We cannot dismiss what, what has been what's been yeah. presented just now. I mean, he's saying people should stand up for their nation. Yeah, and if that nation is codified as a white nation, then that white woman was standing up for her white nation. Right. Which you know, there is no such thing, really. I mean, this we're all here, and these white people have to recognize this is not their country. This is all of us. We all have a voice. We should all have a voice. And just because they get on a tangent uh, and they don't have a right to take away other people's rights. And that's what they've gotten away with for far too long. You know, it's not just their nation right. is standing up for it. They are standing up for their privilege. And that's the difference exactly. now. Should that we do the same right. thing? I don't know. That is, that's, that's exactly, exactly. They are standing up for their privilege, man. Y'all cut me off? No, sir. Go no. ahead. You still there? Yeah. So I'm saying there is a such thing as a nation. There's a difference between country, which is the geographical uh, boundaries, and you know, nation, which uh, includes a sense of sameness. A uh, sense of sameness meaning same kinds of uh, beliefs, same kinds of you know, perhaps phenotypical characteristics, same kinds of, uh, of values, same kinds of material interests. Uh, there's a guy named Jose Zazi, and Chairman Mali Sotelo does a good job too of describing what nation is, and because so many of us don't understand what nation is, we think it has. Its something to do with where we're born is if we can have a black baby in China just because the baby born in China not a baby Chinese like some of us think because we born in America uh, we, we some kind of American I understand that white people have done a really good job at making us believe that kind of tomfoolery but white people don't believe that white people all the time every day are showing us how clear they are on the fact that the, that the white nation exists uh, separate from the African nation the colonized nation that's why they treat us differently there's no yeah. mystery no secret that's why we're most uh, uh, that's why we the that's why we're the most incarcerated. That's why we're the most arrested, the most murdered by police in the streets, etc. Because the white people understand the difference, the dividing line between the white people here and African people here. And, and I mean, and, and this is the historic fact. If you can show me, I understand people, everybody want to hold hands and you know, be American because we've been here, we worked here, we born here. My granddaddy, I understand all that. But the reality is, uh, the material world, the historical material world tells us differently. And the quicker we get on to that, the better we'll be. Thank you. You know what? Well, really, I gotta agree with him on that part, on that on that aspect of it, which is which is, you know, my mother used to always tell me, you know, son, um, you you, you know, when I was a kid, you know, you, I'll never forget you black. I never forget that, right? However you want to call it, black, African, whatever. But but whether you want to call yourself one of the other, bottom line is, my mother was like. You don't ever forget you are black, right? Because I'm gonna tell you something: white people have a have a very very uh, strong way of reminding you that you are. Yeah. Well, you know, I care less about what white people have the ability to do. You know, I really do. But that's me. <laughs> Go back to the telephone lines. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three is the number to call. Go ahead, call it. You're on the Sunday forum. Yeah, this is Kevin in Paris, Florida. Kevin, what's going on? Via Fort Lauderdale. First off, you know, the number one thing that I would, I mean, this is a total separate conversation. I'll keep it brief. But I think the big problem, and, I, and look, first off, NPR, amazing. I've just discovered 
moving here recently, NPR and the great programming that you guys have, the the Tuesday Freak Show, the Friday Soul Party. It's great. <laughs> I, I love listening. And I just I just stumbled upon you guys today in my garage, farting around doing some work, and I I love the open forum. Um, I think, you, that think this is this is unbelievable from a public access perspective. But um, you know, being a younger guy. You know, having a, what I was going to say was, uh, you know, hearing all these callers, the last caller specifically, um, but, you know, the word white black to me is just so, it's just so off putting, uh, you know, that we're just putting people in buckets of colors. I, I just think that's very wrong. And that's, that's maybe one of the core problems of our society and our civilization. But that's a separate conversation for a separate day. But, for, but to talk about abortion and to talk about that, um, you know, I heard one of the gentlemen who's the co-host, I don't know who, who it was, talk about how a fetus uh, doesn't, is not a life. And I could, I could disagree a thousand percent with that because I recently, um, I'd say about three years ago, got a girl pregnant and uh, didn't know her, didn't know her well at all. And I was, I was faced with, man, I don't know you. We could kill this thing. Which is like that's how everyone's classifying it, or we could, or we could commit to the, the responsibility of what we interacted in in intercourse, and go forward with what we have created here. Well, I mean, just and go we backward. You said uh -huh. we decided to go forward with that, and I, my daughter's three years old next month, and I look at her, I could never imagine, ever, ever. Ending her life when she had no say. Nobody is saying that people should do that. My point is, the government should be out of that business. You know, it's not the government's business. And the thing about life, I didn't say it wasn't life. I just said that life cannot be considered at conce conception. That's to me crazy to talk. It's just unscientific. Uh, right, but how can I look at my daughter and say it's crazy talk that you're sitting here so happy to be alive today? Yeah, I'm glad you made that decision, you know, but, you know, the point is, this is the case-by-case -case thing. It's not like you can legislate this. This is the problem. This is why you had unsafe, unsafe right, but, abortions right, right. before the, before the, the but right was... Would extended. you have wanted someone to legislate your life before you made a decision? And then here you are today, a well-spoken man on, on on the radio doing your thing, you know, intelligent. But someone you wanted someone to legislate that you were going to be able to, to to enjoy your life and be a be a part of participate in the world. I that I cannot disagree more. Well, let, let me let me yeah. Okay. Uh, I, first of all, thank you. I appreciate the perspective. Okay, this is Walter. Um, let me just say, first of all, there was a period where that was the case in this in in our history. There was a period where, for and this is why, when you say you know the buckets of black and white, we can't have this discussion without having that that without considering that, right? As black men, as two black men on this particular issue, our, there was a point where in our history, our lives were hanging in the balance and it was hanging in the balance because of legislation right and so if a black child was born you know and, and, and while, while it might have been you know a hundred and some years ago that, that was the case uh this the the fact still remains is that it was a legislation and those same legislations could come back we're, we're dealing with a bunch of people right now who are making irrational decisions number one and but number two, and, and and perhaps most most dangerously and nefariously, uh, is is the idea that a woman, a female, cannot determine what she is going to do with her body because well, she of can, she can, she can she can determine a lot of things. Now I understand the rape conversation. and incest I, I, I and totally human trafficking points too. But if we're talking about I mean, I don't even know what the statistics are, and I but I, but I would love to know what percentage of conceived children are of rape, and I would think that's a very I'd be willing to speculate. Locally, that's, that's been put out. It wanted it was triple digits of the number of abortions women got because they were raped. 
it was like 118. 100 percent. Then I mean, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't. I, I would. I would challenge you on that. So mm, me, certainly you could, but the numbers are the numbers. It, it, well, I would love to tweet it out, put it out, man, because I, I would. I, to me, at the end of the day, the decision of the woman is to engage in intercourse, and if you're going to engage in intercourse responsibly or irresponsibly, you need to understand the implications of what that. Is, is what is happening and what do we do we're, about we're, men we're, we're we're advanced enough as a species as, as a human being we're not animals we understand spiritually uh you know uh we have the, we have the intellect to understand what reproduction is and if we're going to engage in these acts then we need to understand the responsibility connected to them that's all i've got gentlemen have a great sunday Right. Well, you know, we did have an email of Walter that said, I think in many cases, your morality is deeply lacking if all you want is a child born, but not a child fed, not a child educated, not a child housed. That's not pro-life. That's pro-birth. Now, you've heard these Republicans, these conservatives rail about this for 50 years. Yep. And... Not once did they talk about what's going to happen to the welfare of the child after they're born. Not what's going to happen to the welfare of the mother after the child is born. What's going to happen to the family? What's going to happen to the, what rights do the fathers have? Are you going to go after the, uh, the human trafficker? Are you going to go after the rapist for child support? Do they have rights, parental rights now because they raped that woman? I'm, I'm, Come I'm on. going to take it a step further. This this was this wasn't fifty years ago. This happened as as recently as twenty some maybe thirty some years ago, mm-hmm. okay, and it still happens. They're sterilizing women. Yeah, They're poor sterilizing, women. Right, right. Poor women. Right here in this country, women are being sterilized. Sometimes without their knowledge. Without their knowledge. At least in the past, that had happened, and it's justified somehow. Who? who I mean, you know, so so when we talk about this type of thing, and we talk about we talk about women's rights to their bodies, determining what's going to happen, you are going, you are invading their bodies. Literally, in, people are invading their bodies on in on, on native on native reservations. They they, I mean, black women go in for to doctors' offices and they're lied to in public situations in the poorest of neighborhoods or the poorest of communities and counties. And guess what? They come out not being able to have children. Yeah. So, well, this, so, this, so, bro, you think this is this Roe versus Wade is so far reaching, man? Yeah. So far reaching, and the fact that legislation on women's bodies uh, is is even considered is 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 is, is oh my god, it's archaic. Yeah, but it comes from you know this this need to control. This is colonial. You know, there is a new push right now. Someone mentioned the Thirteenth Amendment. You know, to slavery. And I remember some right wingers used to uh, used to compare abortion to slavery. I don't know how they did that, but they tried to do it. But Thirteenth I mean, Amendment. There isn't. There is a push now to clean up the Thirteenth Amendment to take out that criminality clause. We need to. So that's that's something that we'll be watching we going to. forward. We need to. Because because there is because that clause is very dangerous still even right. and, and still applicable. So if there were if, right. I, if I were to agree with anything that right wing is talking about with with regard to that, that's that's what I would. That's well, what I the would Democrats are with. pushing for that. The Democrats are pushing the hell to, <laughs> and and you know the bottom line is this criminalization is at the root of all the that the right wing tends to do. I mean they want to criminalize women. They want to criminalize doctors yeah, in order to yeah, show. Yeah. That this is God's work that they're doing, so called, no. and, and I just think that this is cultural. And see, that's it's where cultural. that's where it goes this way. Yeah, that's where that's where we split. <laughs> where this thing, you know? Yeah, come on, man. You know, let's, let's let's not do that. We don't need to politicize this situation from from that standpoint. It's been politicized in in, in a very dangerous way, right? Right, and and, and you know. When we when I hear the brother that spoke a little while ago, who was saying, you know, his daughter is here, and, and he, he can't imagine having aborted her. I, you know, I I get it. I'm a father. I get it, man. I certainly understand that position. Um, but what you have to understand still is that there are there are rules 
and and legislations in power in 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 place right now that could that could limit your that could have limited your mate's ability to be safe in the process of even giving birth to your daughter. You right. see, Roe versus Wade isn't just about the abortion. It's not. A, it's not just about the abortion. That's not what it's about. It's about the safety of right. women's rights and liberties to be able to take care of their bodies. Man, that's a complex. These are the mothers of the universe. Are you talking about? Mm -hmm. you, you're talking about bodies, man. And get out. The government just doesn't need Stop to be. Stop with that, man. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Wait a minute. Now you're on the Sunday Forum. <laughs> Go ahead, caller. Caller? No? Well, I guess not. 813-239-9663. They are writing uh, the... Uh, well, there's a lot of personal stuff people are writing. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the 12-year-old sister was raped and became pregnant. Due to the fact that she hid it and convinced a friend to say that if it was his baby and decided to get an abortion. Uh, but, you know, it's, a lot of families have had to, have been placed in this position. You know, I've had a niece that's, you know, got pregnant way too long. And in the right winger's mind, she should have been forced to have it. But her mother decided not to let her have the baby. So, I mean, there is, there are, you can't legislate this kind of stuff. It, this has to be taken on a case by case basis, and uh, and the fact that states' rights is being invoked, we know that historically that has been used to s support all types of manner of fascism and fascist draconian laws. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. so that states can violate your rights with no federal oversight. You have you have a, 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 a an email that came through right here. Mm -hmm. It said the last caller had a point about color designation, although it is not here yet. Uh, it would come faster if we acted out what Dr. King said, judge my two little children on the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Just as person, just say person, not insert race, person, or as the great uh, actor Morgan Freely says, the way to get rid of racism is to stop talking about it. Uh, Ziggy, that's not you. That, that's, that's not, that's, uh, you know. And just no. as I think the, the right wing is naive on abortion. I mean, I'm the, sorry, the man. fact that they think that they're going to stop any child, are they going to save any person any more than they will without this protection, this federal protection, is laughable. I mean, the fact of the matter is people are going to travel and they're going to get what they need to get and they're going to risk being criminalized in the process, especially if you are a black woman. And um, you're, going to be, you're going to be in a position where you're going to have to Throw women in jail. You're gonna have to throw doctors in jail, and I don't know if that's sustainable. And that's not. And it's, it was. It's going to be disproportionate. It's going to be damn disproportionate. Disproportionate. And to ignore the 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 to ignore that is 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 not smart, Ziggy. I'm, I, I I have to tell you, it is not smart. And when we talk about the issue of Roe versus Wade, we cannot again ignore the the disproportionate numbers of black women. Right. And, and women and other women of color who have who have who have disproportionately lost, and I say lost, I'm talking about took big L's because of because of the because of legislation legislation that and was that was that was not in place to protect them right. to protect them, and that's what it's about. You know, federal protections were no. where the name where's the law of the land for 50 years when it came to women and their reproductive rights, and that's now gone. Right. And it's gone back to the states. And if they could do that with that, then they could do that with voting rights and other rights. Sure. Sure they could. Sure they could. Um, next caller. Okay. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Caller, you there? Hi. Is that me? Yes. yes. Yeah. Huh. Um, I, I wanted <laughs> to make a, a couple of quick points about the, um, the states' rights. Uh, I'm reading a book that is about um, 60 years ago. And I wonder if it escapes Clarence Thomas that the irony is that 60 years ago, he could have been hung or dragged to death behind a car by a mob of white men just because he's married to a white woman mm -hmm. and they wouldn't have been convicted. And also, 
as far as states' rights go, at that time in many states, and I don't have the number in front of me, but I'm going to say about 20, it was illegal to give a married woman information about birth control. That's right. That's we right. are just baby machines. That is right. And we, so, I mean, there's that. And then I wanted to read you a real quick quote from a song by Bob Dylan about a man named Hurricane, written back in the 70s. And one of the lines in the song is, couldn't help but make me feel ashamed to live in a land where justice is a game. And our mm. Supreme Court has been stacked, and now justice is just a game. Whether you're gay, white, black, mm -hmm. it's a game now. Mm -hmm. And right. I'm so sorry to say that because my 29-year-old daughter spent all day yesterday crying because the America she grew up believing in is being ripped away from her. And there's, we feel like there's nothing we can do about it. I will vote. Well, there's that. There is that. But, and the other thing, I guess if I could make one more point, I watched the... Um, New York Times uh, timeline on the insurrection, and I couldn't help but sit there and watch this giant white mob of people attacking our capital and think, if that had been black people, the bloodshed would have oh. been thousands, and my heart is broken for our country. And yeah. God bless you guys for putting the voices out there to say something about it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye. Oh, my wife is watching. Hi, honey. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's uh, let, let's take one more call. Uh, we gotta go. There's no more. That's it. That's it. That's it. They see we're running out of time. We're running out of time. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, y'all. Listen, <laughs> it is nine fifty eight. Nine fifty eight. Uh, you know, thank you for joining us, folks. But Billy, I think this is a heck of a show. Uh, so much to unwrap. Yeah. So much was unwrapped. So many layers and nuances that that have been. It's uh, far from over. Exposed. And yeah. It's, no, it is far from over. You're right. But the one thing I want to impress upon people is stop being so afraid to have the the discussion of race. Mm -hmm. Stop being so afraid of it. It is. There's nothing to be afraid of, right? Um, listen, we're talking about it because there's there's a pervasive issue there. And one of those issues is the fact that every time that there is a negative health issue, black people happen to be at the top of that list each and every time. And and when we talk about Roe versus Wade and when we talk about women's rights, we have we cannot ignore the fact that black women were included were were included in. And invited to be a part of the initial conversations, but when the rights were handed out, they were kicked out, and they weren't included in that until years later. So we, so so we cannot we cannot ignore the battle that Black women had to fight, or that Native women had to fight, in order to be able to 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 um, to control their bodies. You got to understand that for for generations, not just two years, three years or so, for generations, women were not considered to be whole people. Like they were property. They were property. Well, I certainly know that, and no one knows that better than black women. Right, right. And there's a backlash coming. You know, it may not seem like there's much you could do right now, but if this is moving to the states, you can definitely move to the states. You could definitely control the state legislatures. Absolutely. You can control your governors. You can decide more easily who's going to be in power in your state. Absolutely. And going forward, we could change that court. This is not the end, folks. It's not the end. But hey, listen. We want to thank you for joining us here on the Sunday Forum, on the Facebook, and here on WMNF 88.5 Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete. This is Walter L. Smith II, your host, along with my brother Emma And we're saying from our voice to the radio waves to the hearts and the minds of the people, we love you. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it here on the Sunday Forum. WMNF Tampa, the post-martin hootenanny is next. Keep it tuned right here.